Welcome, 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 welcome. It's a Fish and Chip Podcast. We are back. It is Super Bowl week. And the Super Bowl is only two days away. Can you See, believe it, Chip? No. So I, close I to the game I've been looking forward to for so long. Yes. The goat versus the kid. Uh-huh. That's the title. Of That's the, the title. Of the Super Bowl. Of the, of the Super Bowl and over our show. <laughs> All <laughs> right. We are the Fish and Chip Podcast. We are back. Friday edition, Super Bowl week. We're on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast, and the Google Machine Most Place to get your podcast. But first, Chip Daly's got an update on his favorite team Woo-hoo. from the ML Bay. ML Bay. Minnesota Twins. What's going on? They have re-signed Nelson Cruz uh, to a one-year deal. I think it's $13 million. He's coming back to hit some more home runs. He's so good at the age that he's playing at. I know he's forty-one now, something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, at least I was going to say maybe forty-two even. Yeah, he's We're probably uh, going to turn forty-two this year. Still hitting dingers. Yeah, he as is. They say much needed because the rest of the Twins team cannot hit, especially in the playoffs, or I should say, only in the playoffs. <laughs> ah, and the way he, the way he's batting at his age is pretty remarkable, honestly. Yep. Yes, it is. And he'll just I, keep going until he's 50. Probably he's the town ready of baseball without the rings. <laughs> yes. Another big sign by my twins. They signed the White Sox old closer who has actually been crushing it. His name is Alex Colomb. He uh, last year had a 0.81 ERA in 22 innings. What? That means in nine innings, he gives up less than one run. That's nuts. It's coming yeah, in. That's, that's real good. New closer, potentially. Although I've heard that the Twins might not do a typical closer role. They might kind of do what they've been doing. And For a second there, I was going to say 22 innings. That wasn't a whole lot for last season, but I forgot <laughs> it was shortened. You know, uh-huh. it was such a short season. So, yeah, it was it's accurate. Actually, yep, quite a few then. Yeah, he played in 21 games. Gave up a total of uh, two runs. <laughs> Pretty good. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Uh-huh. That's my baseball update. Just only for the Twins only today. Back to me, Dan. Okay. Yes. I got some association news. There's some stuff going on in the NBA. Let's uh, hear it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get into the drama that uh, played out on in the Hawks Lakers game. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> of course, that, Karen. My, my boy. <laughs> I don't want to bring her any more attention than she's already getting. Oh, it's yeah, she doesn't so deserve it. Stupid. Yes. All right. Anyway, my boy Zion Williamson of the Pelicans. Uh, I believe on Wednesday night, maybe twenty-eight points on twelve of fourteen shooting in a win over the Suns. He. This is a very good stat. Might be the stat of the day if we did that. But he is now the first player in NBA history to have a twenty-five point game on 85% shooting multiple times before turning 21. Wow. That's a good stat, isn't it? That is a good stat. That's a high percentage. That's a good stat. Yes, very high percentage. And that kind of goes back to how he played in college, too. Like, he'd have a lot of games where it was like, oh, 11-11 for 27 points. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, he doesn't really shoot outside the lane all that much. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think he's capable of it, but he doesn't really need to. Lots of dunks you know. and uh, layupy type things. Layupy. Layupy. 
All right. Anyway, did you hear now that the All-Star game for the NBA is coming back? No. That has officially been decided now. It's officially back. It was originally canceled back in August due to COVID-19 concerns. But from what I'm was reading or just skimming it sounds like they have officially made the decision now that it will be coming back De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings though uh, decided to come out he was asked in an interview and uh, he was very upfront and honest in his opinion about the all-star game coming back he said if he was going to be brutally honest he thinks it's stupid that we're having the all-star game because we have to wear masks and do all this protocol and testing just to have a regular game why yeah. do we want to bring all the players from multiple different teams together to do this, basically. So basically he called it stupid. Um, but then he goes, um, I understand that money makes the world go round, though. So I understand why the NBA wants to do it, you know, to make money. Cause obviously they're losing a lot of money, not having fans in the stadiums this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to make up for that, they want to have an all-star game. He gets that. And then, the, then he was asked if you are selected, are you going to play? And he goes, hell yeah, I'm going to play. <laughs> don't you know there's a huge fine if you don't play? Like, if you're oh. healthy and you decide not to play in the All-Star game, it's a hefty fine. So, if I'm voted in, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to play. Oh, I don't know they got fined <laughs> for not going. Yeah, so apparently there's a big fine if they don't play in the game if they're healthy. Huh. So, uh, yeah, so the NBA is about making money in the All-Star game. Probably not a good luck, but uh, ultimately we understand why you know it's, it's going to happen. Be? State Farm Arena. Where's that? I don't don't know where that is. (laughs) Why don't you look that up, Chip? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Um, Another sport. We've talked baseball. We've talked basketball. Now I want to get to golf. It is one of the best weekends of golf of the year. Uh, It's right up there with the British Open and the FedEx Cup and the Masters, in my opinion. Um, It is the Phoenix Open this weekend, Chip. And if you didn't notice, or you didn't know, the Waste Management Phoenix Open uh, is one of like the most bizarre golfing atmospheres that you could be a part of because everybody is just screaming on this par 3 16th hole. And they're like talking trash to the players and screaming while they're trying to swing and stuff like that. And I love the guys that get up there and – wave their arms around trying to amp up the crowd and then they hit one on the green and they, everybody goes nuts. Or if they miss the green, then everybody boos. It makes them feel terrible. Uh, last year, there were some really cool moments after Kobe's death. Uh, I think Tony Finau put on a Kobe jersey and then hit one on the green really close to the flag and everybody just went crazy. Oh. Um, so that, that tournament is this weekend. If you want to check it out, I have so many memories. It's always the weekend of the Super Bowl. Um, I have so many memories watching this growing up and uh, one year that the Super Bowl was in Phoenix, it was just packed I believe like it. sardines. And it's, it's called the, I think it's called the stadium course maybe because they literally make it into like a stadium, like a football stadium around this part. Of cool. And people just get smashed and scream. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, heard that they're very limiting the number of fans though this year. So yes, that is what I'm going to get to. They are oh. allowing fans though. This is like one of the first tournaments that they are going to allow some fans to. Uh, however, it will not be packed like sardines, as I mentioned, as normal. But I ultimately expect in the limited capacity that they might be still to be just as rowdy. Because like, remember when we were talking about the Bills allowing some fans back and <laughs> yeah. it was like 10% capacity? 
but they sounded like it was a full stadium. I expect mm-hmm. the same thing here because people go nuts about this. If you haven't seen this tournament, I, I highly suggest you check it out. It might not live up to the standards that I'm setting right now or the precedents, but um, in most years, it is just nuts. And if you ever get a chance to go, I would fully jump on board for doing that. It, it's awesome experience. I know people that have been there personally, and they just say it's one of the best weekends they've ever had. So. Maybe we'll take our show there someday. Add it to the list of places. We can, we can be on the driving range recording the podcast. Yeah. Doing it live. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Another chalk it up on the list of places that we might go someday. <laughs> yep. All right. With that, I got one athlete, and then we can get to segment two, talk some NFL since it is Super Bowl week. Let's hear the athlete. Uh... Play the sound chip. It's time for... Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. All right. I got a really cool one today. Um, There's a really nice story. If you haven't checked it out, I would check it out on, look it up on Twitter. Just look up Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. He donated $30,000 of his own money to a family with a seven-year-old that was battling cancer so that they could buy a new home. Um, They lived in a really, uh, really small kind of rundown place and he went and visited the family himself personally was playing catch with the with the kids of the family and um, signing autographs on their footballs their jerseys etc their philadelphia eagles fans i'm i'm guessing and uh he heard about this story of this seven-year-old battling cancer and he wanted to do something to make a difference in their life and i think he was just kind of visiting and he was like yeah maybe we can get you around the team someday i think you would feel great because you're like you're you're like a great kid that's persevering through this. And I think all my teammates would respect you. So hopefully maybe we can get you out on the field with us someday, you know, because obviously with COVID right now, they can't do that stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, then as the day was winding down, he pulls out this check for $30,000 and gives it to the family. And the mom just breaks down and the mom and dad are crying. And it was a really cool moment. So he's my athlete today. It's a special, special story. Uh, A great dude. I love Jalen Hurts. Uh, ever since I watched him start playing in college football. So uh, cool moment there. Athlete of the day, uh, well-deserved. If you can go check it out on Twitter or the internet, look him up. It was a really cool video to watch and, you know, get a little tear jerk moment. So yeah. Uh, Jalen hurts. Athlete that's a good of one. The day. Good one there, Dan. I like it. Yeah. I, I love stories like that. I Me just too. love them. So yeah. All right. Well, everybody's been waiting. We got to make our Super Bowl picks today, Chip. I'm right. not prepared to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do that segment two, Fish and Chip Pod next. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. Shouting out one of my favorite bands on this special weekend of the Super Bowl. They have nothing to do with it, but Foo Fighters have a new album coming out today, Friday. It's called Medicine at Midnight. I'm excited to listen to it. They should be doing the halftime show. Dude, that'd, yeah, they, they'd be good. I don't think have they've they, done it before. No. No, they haven't. I don't think the general population would be as excited, but if they put them like with someone else, it would be good, I think. Yeah. However, you know who is playing this weekend, right? The weekend. The weekend is the halftime performance. Playing on the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Is that going to be a live performance or is it like going to be pre recorded? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, Yeah. They'll probably still do it on the field as usual, but I, I don't know, I guess. I feel like I saw like on Thanksgiving they had a halftime performance maybe in Dallas or something during yeah, halftime and did. it was like pre-recorded. I know that was pretty like, dumb before the game. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand why. Yeah. You know, 
feel like when they've had this long to prepare, they should have had him in like quarantine and the whole staff and stuff in quarantine, just practicing and whatever. But I guess yeah. we'll find out. This is a fish and chip podcast, by the way. Dan Fish over there. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> right. I don't know if we need to say that after a 40 second break, but you know, that's how we do it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we got to make our Super Bowl picks. I'm prepared to do this. You're not. Um, I am not. Yeah. I don't know. Do 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 you want to talk some other uh, NFL news first? I, got- I do. I got I got some some things. Me Just this will be really quick. Uh, Jared Goff traded, as we mentioned, to the Lions for Matt Stafford on uh, <laughs> or, or over the weekend. We mentioned it on Tuesday show. Um, he was interviewed or talked about um, how he felt about being traded or whatever, and he said he's unsure why he became wrong for the Rams, but the feelings yeah. mutual. Ooh, that gives me shivers down my spine. I want to watch the matchup. I want the Rams play Lions next year. <laughs> and I want to see the Lions win. <laughs> you know, I think NFC North does play the NFC West next year. Oh, I'd be so excited. Let me look really quick. Also, uh, other trade rumors. As we said, the dominoes have started to fall. Jared Goff and Matt Safford were waiting on the Watson watch. What's that? But teams have officially started calling Philadelphia now about... Carson Wentz possibly being on the trade block. Philadelphia, however, is not planning on making a deal, according to Ian Rappaport, but they're not hanging up the phone either. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, Uh, Carson Wentz not necessarily on the trade block, but could potentially be dealt. Go get him, Colts. Uh, Yes, the NFC North does play the NFC West next year, so we will get the Oh, I cannot wait. (laughs) The Goff Revenge game. That needs to be a Sunday night game. I hope so. Probably be like a Thursday. No, that needs to be a Sunday night game. Uh, another another quarterback though, Derek Carr is apparently a hot commodity for other teams. And yeah, the Raiders are fielding multiple calls about trading Jared or uh, Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. So as we said on Tuesday, lots of quarterbacks might be moving this season. There are a lot of rumors speculating like Jimmy G possibly moving because Sam Fran wants to move on with him. They want to get Kirk Cousins. Minnesota's not necessarily sure if they're going to trade him or not, but Kirk Cousins could be a name that moves. Jimmy G might move. We already saw Matt Safford and Jared Goff move. Uh, Deshaun Watson, as we've talked about. Uh, Carson Wentz. The list goes on. I mean, there's a lot of quarterback uncertainty for teams, Mm so a lot of people could be making moves. I did. Uh, Adam Schefter from ESPN did say that he has not heard anything about Kirk Cousins, so that's definitely more of a rumor right now. Um, as far as Minnesota's perspective, I think San yeah, Francisco. Has, yeah, San Francisco yes. wants him, but Minnesota wants is, him. They're interested in him, but Minnesota hasn't really responded at all. Yes, from exactly. my understanding. So he's not on the trade block, but San Francisco is trying to inquire, inquire, inquire about him. Yes. Yes, indeed. Hmm. And then uh, that's all I got for news, but I have uh, some Super Bowl things. Oh, yeah. Let's let's hear it. <laughs> we respect being what color jerseys they're going to wear. And uh, now, we know, now we know. Are they? Are we doing pewter and white? We are doing pewter and white for the Bucks. Called it. <laughs> and red on white for Kansas City. So Kansas City's wearing their home uniforms, even though they're technically the away team. Yeah, because the so Tampa's doing the white uniforms with Peter Bottoms, uh, which is technically yeah, their the, away jersey. Yeah, that's that not what I called. I called the all pewter. That's what I was mm-hmm. saying. 
now yeah. called the red yep. pants with the white top. Yep. They're, which is what the, which is what Kansas City is not wearing either. So I was wrong. Uh, Never mind. The opposites kind of. They're yeah. So yeah. For all those that yeah. are into the jerseys. <laughs> there we go. That's it. That's that's it. That's all I got. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess it's time for Super Bowl picks. Woo! Are we gonna are we gonna do this? Yeah, I have some stats that I want to read. All right, let's hear it. It might change my mind. Okay, fine. I'll do it first. So, Sports Illustrated writer, his name is uh, Rick Gosling. An article I found last week about uh, Super Bowl teams and their defenses. And uh, since 2013, there's been one thing that all winning teams have had, and that's a top 10 scoring defense. I mean, they allowed the top 10 fewest points. Right now, the Buccaneers rank 8th. Kansas City is ranked 11th. Oh, boy. So they're, they're not in there. And That's over- so close, though. That's <laughs> so close. And overall in the Super Bowl history, 47 of the 54 winners have had a top 10 defense. So, the but odds... I bet, I bet the Kansas City Chiefs defense scores a lot of points, though, too. Like yeah, they, they themselves put points on the boards with suppose. punt returns, kick returns, yeah, and uh, interception, fumble returns for touchdowns. Uh huh. That this is, uh, you know, just uh, points allowed. And overall, for every team, 89 of the 108 teams that have been in the Super Bowl, 89 of them have had a top 10 scoring defense. So I guess Kansas City would not technically fit in there. Even though they're the first team out, basically. So yeah. It's interesting. They're, they're the 11th, so uh, uh-huh. history can rewrite itself. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that that was a fun stat, I thought. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, when you say it like that, it sounds like Tampa Bay is going to win. Yep. It does. However. But I feel like, yeah. You're gonna... Let's hear it. There's, there's a reason why when we played the game on Tuesday that you had the boss. Yes, <laughs> that is true. And it's Patrick Mahomes world right now. And we're just living in it. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Tampa Bay is a little bit fortunate to be in the Super Bowl myself. Um, I hate betting against Tom Brady. Same. I bet against him against the Saints because I just didn't see how they would be a team that blew him out twice this year. Um, and then I decided after that I wasn't betting against the, Tom Brady ever again, with the one exception being Patrick Mahomes. I just think the Chiefs' offense, <clears throat> however much you might be able to slow them down, they always get to 30. Yeah. They always get to 30. And they're, like I said, their defense is opportunistic. Like if you make a mistake, they capitalize on it with a turnover, with a sack, uh, with a big three and out stop get the ball back to their offense. And I just don't see Tampa Bay's running game helping them enough because the only way to beat the Chiefs is to take the ball out of their offense's hands. Mm-hmm. And if the and if the Bucks aren't going to be running it well, and you know they have a couple three and outs early, it is going to become a 14 to 3, 10 nothing, 17 to 7 type of game early. And if Tampa Bay is trying to play from behind, 
they're going to become very one-dimensional. We know this with Bruce Arians. Uh, he's not afraid to just completely abandon the run and just drop back and pass. And how has Tom Brady lost in Super Bowls before when he's under a lot of pressure? And if they're one-dimensional, those defensive linemen for the Chiefs are going to be pinning their ears back and going after him. And if they get pressure, I think it's not even close. This might be a blowout. Honestly, I could see this being a 10-point victory. Easy. Um, but if Tampa can somehow find a running game and be more game management-like, that's the only way I see them winning. I don't see them winning in a shootout. Yeah. So my pick is the kid, not the goat. I, li- ah! I, like, man. <laughs> I like all your reasonings. Um, I really do not know. I could see it going either way for sure. Um, I don't know. Like you said, it's hard to pick against Tom Brady. Even like all the times I want to count him out. He just always does something. But like, you got to remember who's calling the plays though. I mean, that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. And then Bruce Arians gets a little bit that's true. too hikes his bridges up too much because he's getting a little too arrogant and doesn't and abandons the run game. I don't think they have a chance. Yeah. The only um, they've lost what Kansas city's lost what two games yep. in the last, however long 30 games ish. One was to the chargers. Cause they didn't start Pat Mahomes, And the other one was to the Raiders who ran the ball really effectively against them. Yes. Right. Yeah. So the only way to beat the Chiefs is to run the ball, take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. Which I think Tampa Bay can do. Could do, but will they? I don't know. I think could and will are a big difference. (laughs) Because if they only rush it 12 times, they're not going to develop enough of a rushing game. (laughs) No, they're going to have to rush it over 20 times, I feel. And I feel like when when, when Tampa played the Saints, I feel like they had a couple three and outs early, and Kansas City starts fast. Yeah, and if they can if they can get up by ten early, I don't think Tampa has a chance of coming back. Even if Kansas City doesn't start fast, they finish fast. <laughs> like they could get down yeah. by twenty and win by twenty. Then, or they could be fast in the middle too. Like they could not score in the first quarter and put up thirty in the second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, so just yeah. all of a sudden, if that explosion happens because Tampa's not running the ball, I got the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I, I can't bet against my boy. I think that's the logical pick. The Chiefs are favored by three, but for the sake of being different, I guess I'll pick the Bucks. Do you want to put a little money on this thing? Are we allowed <laughs> no. to do that on the air? I mean, we can, but I, I'm not I'll give that you confident. Three po- I'll, I'll give you the three points, too. Uh, I'll give you three and a half. Well, I'm no, sure. we won't do this. Okay. But yeah. All right, you got Bucks. I got Chiefs. This is the tiebreaker, by the way. We are both nine and twelve going oh, into this game playoffs. in postseason picks. So this nine, is the tiebreaker. Nine of twelve. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said nine and twelve. Like, I don't nine of tw- nine of twelve. We are nine right, three wrong. Okay. Yeah. Fine. We'll, we'll do that. So we actually have a winner then for the playoffs. Yeah. You know, this is my chance for redemption because I lost the Survivor League this year with you. Yep. Um, so this is my chance to come back and say, "Well, I earned it when it mattered most in the playoffs in the Super Bowl." <laughs> Well, I'm not confident at all. So, as they say, it all comes down to this. <laughs> yep. I, I'm going to put a little asterisk by this one, though. Okay, whatever. 
All right. Well, I think we should have the game time. I got a fun um, game. That's all I'm going to say. It's just going to be fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's the game time segment three, Fish and Chip Pod coming next. Welcome our new partner to the Fish and Chip Podcast. If you want to know more about Thrive Fantasy, ask Chip. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in respective sports. They have awarded over $1.5 million in prizes since launching in only 2018. Use promo code FISH when you sign up to receive an instant deposit match between $20 and $50. Download Thrive Fantasy on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up using promo code FISH hashtag prop up today welcome back to the fish and chip podcast it is game time i got a game today yes i do chip daily's over there dan fish too <laughs> well, like all right today's game title is true or not true <laughs> tampa edition Lots of T's. That's why I wanted to say oh, that. Okay. Like, so you have to, I'm going to give you a statement. I'm going to give you a statement. I believe I have nine of them. Yes, I do. I have nine of them. I'm going to give you a statement. You tell me whether it's true or not true. And all of these statements are regarding the, the city of Tampa and like some fun facts about the city. Oh, okay. Since, you know, the Super Bowl is in Tampa. That's why we're doing this. Yes, indeed. So we're going to learn a little bit about one of America's cities, Tampa. All right, here we go. Number one, true or not true, Tampa is home to the world's longest continuous sidewalk. Was continuous sidewalk? Longest continuous sidewalk. So, like, no intersections in it. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's not a break in the sidewalk for a road or nothing. Hmm. I mean, there's a like a boardwalk on a beach count as that? Um, I don't know if Tampa would have that, but I'm going to say true because it seems kind of specific. It is very specific, and you are right. Bayshore <laughs> Boulevard. It is a boulevard on a, or a boardwalk on a beach, basically. There's no breaks in the board or in the sidewalk. It is four and a half miles long without wow. interruption. World's I longest, yes. wouldn't have thought it would be in somewhere in California. Yeah, but. or maybe like... Another beach in Florida or something? Yeah, it's not Tampa. Yeah, but Tampa. Yeah. Interesting. All right, here we go. Tampa's summers are known to be well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. True Uh, or not true? Like, as the average temperature? No, like, I'm saying, like, their temperatures are known to go over 100 degrees Fahrenheit in the summer. Like, (laughs) once a summer? At any point. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but are they known for that? I don't think they're known for that, but I'm going to say, yeah, it happens. So true. Uh, It is not true, Chip. Here's a fun fact for you. Despite being recognized for their heat and humidity, Tampa Bay's weather has never hit 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Interesting. So, yes. Although it might feel like 116 degrees out based on the humidity, it has ev- actually never reached 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Their okay. record for a daily high is 99 degrees. Oh, just missed it. Which is interesting because, like, you think of all the cities that are well north of that that go over 100 all the time. I think you it's because they're right on the ocean. Yeah, basically. I think that helps. They get the cool, 
Atlantic breeze. Yeah, like maybe. Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii is different because it's an island, but they're like always 80 or 75. But yeah, never to even touch 100. That's weird. Yeah, that's actually All surprising. Right. <clears throat> Tampa is home to Florida's third largest port. True or not true? Hmm. Third largest port. feel like it's i mean their name is bay like <laughs> i feel like they'd be the biggest but miami i know deals a lot with you're talking about like trade in port right like ships. yeah yeah ships miami i know has a huge one but what else would be bigger i'm gonna say hmm, third though not true it is not true they have the largest port they do, in florida okay. yeah you were right yeah they, they're the biggest port in florida is tampa bay wow all right tampa number four tampa is known as the hurricane capital of the world true or not true i just don't think of tampa when i hear hurricanes so i'm gonna say not true you are correct, sir. It is not true. They are known as something else. It is the lightning capital of the world um, due to all of the lightning storms they will have down there on the coast. Which is... Did you know, this is a fun fact, did you know that there are 10 deaths by lightning in Tampa per year? It's not. That seems really high. <laughs> or maybe that means worldwide. I don't know. I couldn't remember. I don't have the actual website pulled up. But 10% of the strikes are fatal. And 80% of the lightning strikes that hit people are men. Interesting. Men are, men are stupid. Yeah. What happens if I hold this flagpole out in a lightning storm? Mom? Let's go golfing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hide under this very tall tree. All right. The movie Magic Mike was filmed in Tampa. True or not true? Oh, man. I have no idea. Um, just backing up to the lightning thing quick. I did not realize that's why the Tampa Bay Lightning wouldn't have that name, the hockey team. But it makes sense now. Uh, do you know what the hurricane capital is? Is that Miami? Like Miami Hurricane? I don't know. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. I okay. just filled in an answer instead of lightning. I put hurricane. Just nice. have not okay. not true answer. Okay. Magic uh, Mike, Mike, true or not true, was filmed in Tampa. That just seems like a really random location for... A movie about male stripping, but uh, I don't. I'll say true. It is true. It is okay. And you want to know why, Chip? Because sure. the movie is loosely based on Channing Tatum's actual experiences as a Tampa stripper. Oh, I didn't know he was from there. Yep, he he, he apparently stripped in Tampa before making that movie. Interesting. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Babe Ruth hit the longest home run ever in Tampa. True or false? True or not true? Sorry. Uh, I'm going to say not true. It is actually true. Oh. It was at Plant Field Baseball Stadium. Do you want to guess how long this home run was? Five hundred eleven. 587 whoa <laughs> yeah i saw that number and my eyes just like bulged out of my head i'm like holy crap i was gonna say like 520 or 530 but i thought that was a little too much 
587. <laughs> like, holy, holy crap. Yeah. All right. Next one. All right. You got two wrong so far. True or not true? Tampa is believed to come from the Kalasa phrase, winds of fire. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Let's, let's say that one's true. Is not true. It actually comes from the Kalasa phrase, sticks of fire. Oh, geez. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a All little right. tricky. All right, here's one of those alley oops that you're right by the rim and you just got touched in. Uh oh. I the Tampa Bay time. Lightning got their name from the weather that Tampa experiences. Well, kind of already said that, so yeah, yeah true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, gosh, dang it! You always get to, like to the you like you figure out one of the ones that are going to come later. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, a little stinker. <laughs> little stinker. All right, we're through eight. You have three wrong, five right. So you're over fifty percent. But for the final one. Tampa is no stranger to futility, even though the Tampa Bay Bucks are finally good. It took Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bucks, 25 years to finally return a kickoff for a touchdown after being founded. So when their team got created, it took them 25 years to finally return a kickoff for a touchdown. True that's, or not true? Hmm. I thought there was some crazy stat like that, but I don't remember if it was for Tampa. 25 years is a long time, though. <laughs> Century. Uh, I'm going to say true. As true. They did oh. take 25 years to finally take a kick back to the house. And that and was back know, in the day when the kicks were always returned, you know? Yeah. Do you know when that happened? 25 years after they were founded. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. No, when they were founded. Uh, yeah. But yeah, good job, man. Six out of nine. Thanks. That, yeah, that was fun. Fun facts about Tampa. More you know about yeah. Tampa. Now you the can Super Bowl s- destination on Sunday. Now you can spit some Tampa facts at your socially distanced Super Bowl party. Yeah, you can be like, hey, guess what? Tampa Bay Lightning. Why are they called that? People, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Chip knows. <laughs> Did you Chip know knows. men get struck by lightning more? <laughs> Four times as much as women. <laughs> For every woman that gets struck by lightning, there's four men. This has been the Fish and Chip Podcast. We're on Twitter, at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and the Google Machine, and Amazon, and most places you get your podcast. Bullhorn, remember, hashtag prop up at Thrive Fantasy. Promo code FISH, F-I-S-H, for a deposit match from $20 to $50, is it, Chip? Uh, yes, indeed. Something like that. So if you do uh, deposit uh, $20, you get $20 in... Uh, Gambling. Yeah, stuff. gamble. They got Lose some, your money. They got some big contests for the Super Bowl. Come Enjoy your big, Super Bowl. And the free weekend. one. Yes, and the free one, the $10,000 payout for the Super Bowl free entry. Mm-hmm. Or is it a $1,000? I can't I think remember. it's $1,000. $1,000, but 10000 entrance allowed. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> your Super Bowl this weekend. I got Chiefs. Chips got Bucks. I Go guess. Chiefs. Let's take it to the final weekend of the NFL. I'm not sure. We'll be back Tuesday to break down the game. Enjoy the celebrations for the Chiefs. (laughs) That is. Thank you for listening. Stay sweet, universe. Stay sweet.